0: This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, grab a seat at the table because we're having a game night! That's right, the Turbo Wheel is back and she's brought nine retro board games with her. Will your favor make the list? Stay tuned to find out.
1: Welcome to the Time Blaster Toycast! You can download this podcast on all
2: major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a review. On each episode, we will select a random review for a very special giveaway. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Time Blaster Toys, also at the Retro Ko. We also want to hear from you. Ask us a question on Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag AskTimeBlasterPod, and we will try our best to answer as many as we can on the show.
1: We are ALIVE alive and kicking here with the following podcast, which is scheduled for a random selection. A 60 minute time limit is in place, and we are ready to introduce today's topic. Whether it's a roll of a dice, dealing cards, mental focus, or an hourglass timer, one thing is certain, there's a luck of a draw element to playing games. Turbo is back with nine lucky games to be randomly discussed. We are presenting today the Time Blaster Toycast Game Night. And now for your hosts. They are weighing today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare of figures with actions. They too have quite a bit of luck on their side when playing games and just in life in general. They are the reigning, defending Toy Cast Tag Team Champions of the World, Retro KO Joe. At Time Blaster Toys, Keith, together known as the Time Blaster ToyCast. Game
0: night! Let's go. <laughs> See how many times we could say, Game night!
1: Spin that wheel.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, this is going to be a fun one, guys, right? I think so, yeah. We've talked, you know, we have a long list of potential pods. Oh, wait, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Cracking mm. open and ice cold. Cherry Verner's, which there's not more Michigander thing I can say. Than a Verner's and a yeah. Cherry Verner's. Cherry Verner's is
1: delicious. I'm ready. Going to play some. Going to play some games. I mean, I I drink about two pops a year. Oh man, <laughs> it's usually a ruby. It's going to be
0: bouncing off the walls gonna, in this one. It's going to be like battery
1: acid down the gullet, but but we're going to get through it. Pure Michigan. <laughs> the fall season is upon us. We're, we're, is. we're
0: out of the spooky season, boys. We're here. No costumes this
2: time. We're just no, wearing we're the normal to, duds. Yeah, back to boring us.
1: We're yeah. deep. We're deep. We're literally in the middle of fall right now. We're deep in it. It's it's November. Mm-hmm. It's oh. time to cozy up. I know. The time's
0: just flying. We're going no? October go. This podcast started in what month? February? March. March. First Man. week of March. Yep. We're deep in it. We're past the halfway year mm-hmm. point, right? Yeah. But
1: you know what? In November... It mm-hmm. starts to get chilly outside. you got mm-hmm. the crunch and sound of the leaves. What better thing to do than to get, get some buddies over, mm-hmm. take the kids, take the family, get around the table, mm-hmm. and play a board game. I like it's the true, way you man. think.
0: It's true, man. Fun as a kid, fun as an adult. We've oh, got nine nine big ones on Turbo
2: this week. Joe, I think so, are, yeah. are
0: we ready to spin that wheel? I mean, do we have anything are. we got to add before we get to it, Joe?
2: Oh, yeah. Let me plug the um, We Enabled. On uh, Anchor. So Anchor's kind of got its own built-in Patreon kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, where you can sign up and you can support the pod for the low, low cost of four ninety nine a month. If you so choose to, we do have our first supporter. So, you know, shout out to Arge.
0: That's for, awesome. Uh, Honestly, I didn't even realize yeah. that was a feature until it's, you told it's, me. It's
2: literally one little click of a slider and nice. then it's enabled. And I forgot that I did it and we never plugged it before. And when Arge signed up and I got that email, I'm like, oh yeah, we should probably... Uh, put this out there so yeah if you guys want to support the pod we greatly appreciate it and uh we'll be working on uh some exclusives for our supporters whether it be pick a topic of a show or like an exclusive mini yeah, episode Yeah, i think if
0: we can get a few people lined up yeah like let's totally maybe even just do like a bonus show just for them yeah that, that'd i think it's a, cool... a great idea let's see right i we didn't even know it was a feature so right <laughs> see if we get any takers right. you
2: by no means do you have to do it it's just out there if you choose to yeah yeah
0: Cool. All right. Well, that's all out of the way, boys. We ready to spin that wheel? Spin that wheel. Have a spin
2: Turbo. Been a little while since we've seen her. Oh, I know. Let me let me shuffle Turbo a and little that,
1: bit. So while the Turbo wheel is spinning, Here we go. We picked. We each picked three random games that we've played a lot in our life, or maybe they're totally random. Maybe they're real popular. So what's loaded up on the Turbo wheel? Only I know my three. Joe knows his three. Keith knows his three. We don't know what each other's are. So it should be fun.
2: And the first one up is pass the pig oh this is my pick pass the pig. boys you
0: ever played pass the pigs i didn't
2: know it existed until you explained it to me the, then i had
1: to look it up
0: that's funny dave you
1: never heard of it
0: never man passive yeah. pigs is like i played so much pass the pigs man yeah. like so here let me pull up the details of passive pigs yep. but i played it in the in the 90s quite a bit so Pass the pigs. It debuts in nineteen ninety seven or nineteen seventy seven. It's called Pig Mania, and Pig what Mania. and what Pass the Pigs is? It's like a dice game, mm-hmm. but instead of dice, what you're rolling are like two little miniature pigs. Okay, right? It's just two little pigs. So Milton Bradley, they end up getting the rights to the game. They rename it Pass the Pigs, and then they kind of like mass produce it and push it out there in the nineties. So I'm buying. We got this game probably nineteen ninety two, and it's just these two little you know vinyl pigs in your hand, right? They got a little dot on one side of their body, and you're just rolling these pigs, right? And they're going to end up in some type of formation. And it's almost like Yahtzee, but with these little pigs. Like, there's certain things you got to do. You roll these two pigs, and they're both standing up on their feet. Mm -hmm. That's something. They're both laying on their backs. That's something. Okay. And different positions are warrant to different points, man. And the hardest thing to get on Passive Pigs is a leaning jowler, okay? (laughs)
1: leaning jowler.
0: This is hard, man. This pig is... It's supported only by its snout and one of its ears. So it's like up on its nose, but okay. it's sideways. Yeah. A leaning jowler is worth a lot of points. You pull a double leaning jowler. You win. That's like <laughs> 60 points, man. It's crazy. So and it's such an easy game to have. All Pass the Pigs is is a, this little, you know, plastic case. Mm-hmm. You open it up. It's got the two pigs in it. Yeah. It's got a little itty bitty notepad and a little pencil that's it that's Put it. that bad boy in your pocket take it with you anywhere you go there is no travel version because it's already a super travel. tiny and small and just an awesome game man i can remember playing it a lot with the whole family um we had a neighbor down the street which honestly she might be the reason we even had *Pass the pigs yeah we had a neighbor she would come over and play board games with us which when you're a little kid it doesn't really <laughs> dave's pulling up there's the double leaning jowler right
2: Let's there An image of that. Oh, dang.
0: But yeah, you know, just an awesome game, easy game to play. So you
2: had to get to a certain number of points to win? Yeah, there yeah. was like
0: a certain amount of rounds, okay. right? Okay. You know, and you're, you know, you're trying to just get the highest score at right. the end of however many rounds. By rolling and some pigs. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome game though. Pass the pigs. We gotta play. We gotta play. Pass the pigs. Yeah, is. it
1: looks like fun. It's My kind of game for sure. I would enjoy it. I was like, when you're describing, I'm like, what the? heck? I'm I trying try to picture pigs. Pig. <laughs> like <complicated laughs> now I'm like, what's a leaning pig? jowler? I had to Google it. I was like, what the heck is? Because <laughs> I could like not picture sandwich. it in my head. It's oh, yeah. awesome. It's looks like a fun game.
0: Yeah, all the all the positions have. Uh, names, You know, you got to get the razor back, the double razor back, oh. the trotter, the double tr- the trotters when they're on their on feet. Their feet you know, yeah. like they're walking. Snouters kind of when they're up on the nose.
1: You, so. th- you think the uh, Godwins were pretty good at pass the pig? They probably. Yeah. Probably invented um, pass the pigs.
0: Henry O and Phineas I, a <laughs> <laughs> couple of country boys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, we ready to spin?
2: I think so.
0: Pass the pigs. What a, what yeah, a way to start. Go check it out.
2: All right, here we go. She's going around and around. What's Turbo got for us beyond pass the pigs? She is landing on... Rook, rook,
1: rook. Oh, <laughs> From right.
2: pass
0: the pigs to rook
1: to rook. So rook was a game. Like I remember when I would go see my grandpa down in Alabama.
0: I don't know if I've ever played.
1: It was a big game down there. I mean, it, it, you can buy the cards anywhere, but I remember we have the family like at, at Easter time. We would go down to Alabama. Well, we, my grandpa used to live in Indiana, so we would go see him. All the my aunts and uncles on my dad's side, we would all get together. And in Indiana, for some reason, they always played euchre. And I was too young, right? You know, with the kids. But I was like, man, all like the aunts and uncles are playing euchre. And um, but then when we moved down to Alabama, for some reason, my uh, my grandma, Grandma Marie, she was she had this game called Rook, and she was like oh we don't need to play euchre we can play rook and it's kind of like euchre but euchre is not only like a Midwest thing yeah, I mean there's arguments of where it started so rook in a way is more of like a National game similar to it, but the cards
0: so rook is a card game. It's, it's a card game, game. That's And all it was I knew about
1: it. Yeah, and it was uh created by George Parker from Parker Brothers nice. um, And he uh, he wanted to get a deck of cards that didn't have the face cards on them due to like religious purposes back in like 1906 they created this card game that had numbers. So it was like one, two, three. It was up to 14. So the ace would be one. And then, you know, you'd have your 10. Your jack is 11. Your queen is a 12. And then your king would be a 13. And then they were like, you know what? Let's add one more. So you have 14. And then you have a rook card, which would be like your joker.
0: Still all the same, like, clubs, spades, hearts. So,
1: and they went with colors instead. So you've got red, black, green, and yellow, I believe. That's cool. So it's like red, Two and they uh-huh. just kind of simplified a deck of cards where anybody could play this, they made it real simple. But the it's similar to euchre in that you've got you and a partner and there's two other people. You know these two it's a four player game four player game two teams of two, uh-huh. and you're playing and you're trying to get um, you're trying to get points. So I think it's 300 points is what your goal is to get to mm-hmm. instead of getting to 10 on your cards in euchre. You can try to get to 300 points, but the difference is you you have a bidding war to determine what trump is so like it starts out where where each each hand is going to be worth 70 points and you can bid up to 120 points but you have to make that amount of points by adding up all the cards that you get and i think it's like anything below 10 is worth five points anything above 10 like 11 12 13 or 14 if you win the trick with those that's like a 10 point hand and then the rook card is twenty points. If you play the rook card, that's yeah. ultimate trump. So you find out your trump, you 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 get this. You play in the game, but the bidding war is what the fun part was because it's like you are looking at your hand and you are like, okay, I've got a lot of black. The black is the color. I think it's green, black, blue, and red. Like, oh, I've got a lot of black colors here. I am gonna go with uh, will go with seventy five points. The person next to you might have a handful of red. And they're like, hundred points what the next person can go up to 120 they could pass whatever and then whoever whoever has the high says the most points so to get those points you have to get 100 points with your hand if you don't you lose however many points you get. So if you only get 80 and you bid 100, you lose 80 points. Yeah. So you could start the game in the whole down 300 before you even gain it if you're terrible at the bidding to determine sounds Trump.
0: Sounds fun, but I, after you've described this, I can say with
2: 100% certainty yeah. I've never played this game. It sounds like a game I would lose all the time. So it was fun. It was
1: fun. I mean, like my my adult, you know, my aunts and uncles and stuff would play it, and I'm being a kid and just wanting to play, wanting to play, and my grandma marie's like, hey. Yeah, he he can play. He you're can a, play. You you you're into into kid. The big so point so table. so she so I remember sitting sitting with her and like she like watching her hand, watching how she played, and she taught me how to play and as a kid that was like every year when we would get down there for like my dad's side of the family, we get together and play rook and it was just like as a kid, I picked it up quick. I enjoyed enjoyed playing it. It was fun and then that evolved now where it's like I, I mean you can sign me up for Euchre any time of the week. I love I good still don't know how to card, card game.
0: Oh man, we were talking about Euchre this week and I was begging to play
1: yeah i'm always down yeah. always have down. to teach me how to play pretty easy pretty easy but yeah rook very cool game and a lot of family memories yeah. by playing that game that's like on my dad's side of family it's like what united everybody that's for the, the most part rook and euchre are
2: the memories yeah. in the family all right we ready to spin
1: absolutely let's do this about to
2: buy rook. i know rook. In my amazon cart all right you guys ready for this one i don't think you're ready for this one <laughs> What is Fireball Island. Oh
1: I remember the commercial for it. I never played it. I
0: feel
2: like everyone knows the commercial, but not a lot of people have played it. I mean, if we're talking just
0: physical size of the box. Yes. Is there ever been a bigger board game than Fireball Island?
2: And and recently Target has re released it, which makes me curious because the box is like it's like a shoebox. It's not even that big. Like how are you fitting the board in there? But so Fireball Island was released in nineteen eighty six by Milton Bradley. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about this game is it's not your typical board game, right? Where you got a flat board. This board is a freaking island. Yeah. With like a mountain on the top. And on the top is uh, the ancient idol of Volcar. And so your whole objective of this game is to go through the jungle, cross bridges, go through rivers, get all the way up to the top. You want to steal Volcar's jewel, but the game doesn't end there. Okay. Oh, I got the jewel. I win. No, you don't. Now you have to go all the way back down, through everything again, and get to the escape boat. (laughs) All the while, dodging fireballs that are thrown down this board towards you. It's an amazing game. I didn't have it, but my cousin Jason had it. So when we would go over there, you know, after getting terrified by horror movies and whatnot, we would play Fireball Island. Yeah. Yeah. See,
0: I definitely, I've never had the... uh, yeah. Fortunate ability to play. No, I never no. played it yeah. before.
2: It's a, it's a great game. But it's an
0: iconic game and a Dude. valuable game to this day, right? right. To get Fireball oh, yeah. Island complete in a box, crazy money.
2: It's very, very cool. Yeah,
1: Fireball Island, I always kinda lump it in with mousetrap in my head. And that yeah. was like a super complex setup. That's I don't know if it was. Bad. I never it wasn't as bad. I never no. played Fireball Island, but just watching the commercial, awesome yeah. commercial. Yeah. But Mousetrap awesome commercial, but I'm like, man, that's an intricate game. Yeah. Awesome it was basically just, I just like a big,
2: blown, plastic mold, right? Okay. The board, yeah. And all the stuff was printed on it, like the rivers and stuff. And you had your little dudes that were like maybe an inch tall. They weren't very big. Is it a hard
0: game to complete then?
2: I mean, you have to have all the guys. you got to have all the little bridges, which are missing oh. a lot of times, little black bridges, and mm-hmm. then the jewel. But the fireballs are just marbles, so really you could play with any yeah. little marble that you could get. And then the little idol on the top. That was it, really.
1: So when you, have to roll, when you get to throw a fireball, yeah, how do you get to throw a fireball?
2: Um, that's a good question. There's little uh, spots on the board, like little curves, right, that you could set the marble on uh-huh. throughout the board. And I think if you would land on a certain spot or something, someone would get to flick it off, and it would roll down a path. And if it hit you, then you would have to take your guy, and you would go in what they call the smoldering pit. Oh, and you no. would lay your guy down. And basically, in a fire, <laughs> and you would have to wait till your next turn. Oh no, you're just <laughs> yeah, what a game burning. Up. Dude, it's, it's awesome. So it's yeah. re-released. You can buy. It. You can buy it like at Target. Literally yeah, one tenth scale. It's got like to it. be way smaller because I don't know how they're fitting that board in that little box.
0: Well, that they re-released Crossfire too. Yeah, with Target in the last few years. And once you open it and then assemble it, it kind of is the right size. Yeah, but they took like the Crossfire board when we were kids was just one giant piece. one giant piece, right. and the new version it's like two pieces that you kind of end up sticking together and you put a piece of cardboard mm. on top it you know it ends up kind of being the same but very cheaply made version of well, maybe it maybe they cut fireball maybe. island in half yeah, yeah yeah or yeah maybe they put it made it in yeah. pieces where you got a box was like
1: literally yeah, yeah there was huge there are some board games now like even we think about like i mean the monopoly box i think is still the same Size, Dimensions. but I've seen Monopoly like every every city has their own Monopoly and there's yeah. a Monopoly everything. I've seen Monopoly a full size Monopoly game though that's in a box like a quarter of the size. I'm like, this has got to be like little baby Monopoly. And then you pull out yeah. and the board folds like eight different times. You're like, right. oh well, it's a full Monopoly board. Yeah, and the money's just like perfect. Like it's all just in a stack. Like mm-hmm. and it's you know quickly separated so they get into the bank folds in half. So they're able to condense things with modern technology. I guess. Man, but,
2: but to I- condense a whole island we'll island. Find, uh, we should we should buy that new I
0: version think we should. and give,
2: give it a whirl yeah, i think it's yeah. like 20 bucks that,
1: that feel like that would be the content for those bonus subscribers is as oh. we talk about these things all the time but then yeah. i think we actually
0: actually do it we actually we actually, we actually do it. that creepy crawler we yeah. play that virtual
1: boy yeah console. yeah, yeah. And, and you know we play fireball island. We, we film it we record it we throw that we throw that up on like the bonus content you gotta area. give the people what they want <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: All uh, right, Fireball Island. Spin that wheel. Let's spin. What we got next? We got pigs. Oh, we got
2: brook. We got Fireball Island. Ancient idols. Where did we go? Oh, man. Now we're going to the other side of the spectrum with Don't Wake Daddy.
1: <laughs> Don't
0: Wake
2: Daddy. Oh, man, what an iconic 90s game. This <laughs> came out, I want to say 92, worm. right? Yeah, yeah 92. So. so this was a two- to four-player game, and it was Milton Bradley. And so basically – well, before we get to that, do you guys know what this game was called in the UK? Don't. It's, it's slightly different. <laughs> don't bother, Poppy. <laughs> it was called "Shh." Don't wake, Dad. Oh, that <laughs> was fun. Because I guess I guess in the UK they don't really say "daddy," right? They say "mum and dad." You know what I mean? So, uh, mum and pa. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what did I say? Ninety-two. So basically. You can play up to four players, and I just recently bought this game, as you guys know. Yeah. Um, and I played at least 20 rounds yesterday with the kids, and they love it. They love when Daddy wakes up and the hat goes flying off. <laughs> so it's four players, and it's color-coordinated, right? So your your kid's got a color, and that's the bed you go in. And now uh, you spin your wheel, and you whatever color you land on, that's the space you go to. And each space has, like, an object on it, like pots or pans or a cat or a dog or a cuckoo clock. Uh-huh. whatever can make noise to wake your dad up right oh, okay and you're dealt out cards and each player gets us whatever amount of cards And whatever picture you land on if you have that card in your hand you don't have to hit the alarm clock you're safe oh so if you land on the cat who's eight clicks by the way eight <laughs> you got to hit that alarm clock eight times oh way. and it's random every time sometimes it'll take 30 clicks before he wakes up sometimes he'll wake up on two clicks you gotcha. never know and the whole point is if you wake up daddy you go back to the start, but okay. you don't lose. You just got to start over again. Yeah. First one who gets to the fridge, which for some reason is in Daddy's room, <laughs> you, uh, you win the game. <laughs> but it's a fun game. My kids love it. <laughs>
0: so, Daddy's, so Daddy's either sleeping in the kitchen. Or the fridge or, is in his room. <laughs> or Daddy's got a fridge bedside. It's funny because if you look at,
2: mm-hmm. the, at the board, it looks like a bedroom, right? And he's in the middle, and then there's a little opening which looks like a kitchen, but the fridge is right up to the opening. Why you got to get to the fridge? I don't know. Because you're trying to get a snack in the middle <laughs> oh, of the night? Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, have you guys either ever played the real-life version of this with your kids, where it's like, don't wake me up, I'm too into bed?
2: Pro- <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Yep. And I'm, light, I'm a light sleeper, so and sneak right. around the house. Didn't on you. much to wake me. Good up. thing I don't sleep in the kitchen, so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm safe. But yeah, that's that's the concept of Don't Wake Daddy. I'm sure if you played Don't Wake Daddy, honestly, never, no, never. Played oh, I might don't have to bring Daddy. that in. huh? yeah, yeah never
1: I, I never played it either. I, I I remember seeing it in person. Like, yeah. be, I don't know if it was like a show and tell. That somebody brought into school. like I have a vague memory of seeing Don't Wait, Daddy, but I know I never played it.
0: Yeah, I did play a game very similar with my daughter when she was young. We have a game. I don't think we have it anymore. It was like Monkeys on the Bed or something like that. Okay. Same concept. It was a bed, yeah. and you had little monkeys on it, and okay. you had to put the monkeys on it, and it had a click system where you'd click it. Over and, and over. Eventually yeah. it would pop, the no. monkeys would fly off, okay. and if they fell off they you know mm-hmm. the object was to get all your monkeys on the bed. Yeah, so they probably reused that I same they, system. I uh, think they kinda ripped off the Don't Wake Daddy they probably did. archetype <laughs> probably did. here. It's a fun
2: game. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it sounds
0: like that it's definitely a nineties game for sure.
2: It was wake Parker daddy. Brothers, if I didn't mention that. Yeah. Nineteen ninety two for sure. Fits that mold.
0: Don't wake daddy.
2: Alright, let's spin this wheel.
0: What you got for us, Turbo? You got daddy.
2: <laughs> you woke up, Daddy, and now we are going, oh, to a big hitter. Big hitter, which is Guess Who. Ooh.
1: Man, Joe, just three in a row, right?
2: A row. Is that Damn. you, Joe? Did I do three in a row? Yeah, Damn. I think Guess Who is me, You're about to sit back and chill after oh, I this know. one. So look at Guess Who. Who Iconic. didn't play Guess Who, right? Everyone's played Guess Who. Everyone. Um, And it was actually developed by two game inventors in Israel, mm. if you guys didn't know interesting. that. interesting. I did um, not. And it was manufactured by Milton Bradley in 1979. Really? That old? Yeah, that old. And uh, it's not owned by Hasbro. A lot of people think it's a Hasbro game. Uh, And it was first brought to the UK in 1982. Oh. So this game has been around for a while. And, um, yeah, so basically you got your guy, right? You pick your character in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You don't let anyone see who you got. Yep. And then you got a board And you, oh man, trying to turn the thing over and get all the things that flip (laughs) out is such a pain in the butt, right? Yeah. And you would basically ask yes or no questions to try and figure out who your opponent's character is. Right. And that's basically it. And you would flip down uh, the people who didn't match whatever question you asked. (laughs) Right. So any guess who memories?
0: I just remember, I mean, as a kid
2: playing it so hardcore.
0: Yeah. So it's one on one, right? It's a two player game. Yep. But I remember playing with my parents. I remember playing with my siblings. Now, as an adult, I, we play it with our kids. Yeah. And it's a fun game, right? I mean, but you can play it with anybody. Guess who? You great. play enough guess who, and you get pretty, pretty, like, You know what questions in, right? to ask. Absolutely. There's, like, five or six questions you ask, mm-hmm. and you're, you know. Yep. And if you're the unfortunate soul who happens to draw a card that, like, your dude has glasses, mm-hmm. or you got white hair. You know where there's only like a couple characters. <laughs> you're right, <admit>. you're done. <laughs> like, do you have white hair? Yes, you're Sam. Yeah. No, you win. <laughs> right. I, I lost.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I, the, I didn't have it, and I never had this game. But I had a neighbor kid that I didn't really know all that well. Mm-hmm. But um, for some reason, all the other kids in the neighborhood were playing out, and it's like, oh, let's go to you know, this kid's house. I can't even remember their name, and. Um, we were hanging out, and they had like an upstairs, like loft, is like where their bedroom was, mm-hmm. and we played a lot of Guess Who, and that's the only time I ever played it, and I was terrible at it because the two people, the, everybody else had experience playing they were the pros, game, probably. right? So it's like you get all the questions uh, they asked, yeah, and I'm like, God, like, how do you guys? Like, I've got three people on my board, and you've only got two down. Like, I yeah. suck at this game, right. <laughs> but um, and as an adult, I remember playing it like with kids, mm-hmm. so. I mean, it had to, I mean, it must have been at your house yeah. or, or, you know, one of my other friends as kids. And it's like, I'll oh, yeah, we'll play a little Guess Who. And yeah. it was uh, it was fun, though. Cool yeah. game. Like, is, time flies is, when you play it.
2: it. What's your go-to first question?
0: Oh, man, there's a couple of easy ones. Yeah. You know, back in the day, you could just be are you are you a man?
2: Boy or girl? Are is you wondering. a woman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's
0: going to immediately knock That's down half, the half of the board. Absolutely. And then, you know... Another good question would be eye color. Mm-hmm. You do have blue eyes. Right. Or no, the easiest question is you have brown eyes mm-hmm. because sometimes the blue and the green eyes look, they look kind similar, of, you know, and if you're playing with a little kid, they yeah. might not be able to know the difference. So you ask a couple questions like that and, and you're pretty much you're on the, the road to success. hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that was where I always went wrong. Was to be like, do you have glasses? Yeah, and Dave got
0: really specific. <laughs> do you have a ponytail?
1: <laughs> <laughs> trying you to figure to it out in two. one. <laughs>
0: yeah, you got to ask those big questions. Yeah. It takes half the game out in one round. Yeah. All right,
2: guess who though? Classic game. Classic game. Let's spin this wheel.
0: I'm sitting easy.
2: All, I guess I'm sitting easy. All my picks are gone, man. Turbo wheel likes me today. What you got for oh, us? It's a close one, but we are stopping on Monopoly. What a Ooh, juggernaut! A
0: heavy hitter. Let me get my phone out for right. these dates because there's a lot of them.
1: I mean, I, it's, Monopoly is a game that I think everybody has played, right? Yes,
0: that's why I picked it. You know, I could have went for a super deep cup, but I'm like, we got to talk about Monopoly because honestly, even to this, I play I play Monopoly pretty frequently with my kids. Right. Still now to this day, mm-hmm. honestly, I've played it more in the last two years than I probably have in my entire life. Wow. Um, but Monopoly, super iconic game, actually developed in 1903. That's That's crazy. how old this game is, man. 1903, it gets uh, licensed, and Parker Brothers starts producing the game in 1936. So we're 10 years away from 100 years of Parker Brothers producing this game. That's crazy. Um, in 1991, Hasbro buys Parker Brothers, so technically Monopoly is a Hasbro property now. Um, and then Hasbro themselves starts licensing Monopoly out in 1994. Mm-hmm. So like Dave said earlier, how there's literally endless amounts of Monopoly. Yep. That all starts happening in the 90s, where if you're into a property, Ghostbusters Monopoly, Marvel Monopoly. I mean, yep. there's... I had there's, Star Wars
2: Monopoly. Yeah, like yeah. even
0: it gets so honed in. Like there's a... Uh, if you go to Walmart in Livonia for a while there, they had Livonia Monopoly. You <laughs> know yeah. what I mean? Livonia <laughs> <laughs> Monopoly. Like they... They've gone deep, deep, deep cuts. Harry Potter, Monopoly, but super iconic classic game. I, I don't need to explain the rules. No. You know how to play Monopoly. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, I love Monopoly. You guys got to go to. You got to go to property set you want to buy when you play Monopoly.
2: Hmm. Park Avenue. I was always. I mean, <laughs> I was, the color set that you want.
1: The the corner around the jail. So what is that? The red and the orange. If like St. Charles Place, I think. I think you might be right. Oh, I'll, I could. tell or you Tennessee, that. Tennessee. Well, Kentucky, Illinois, like those ones. Those are
0: the red properties. Those are the red those, ones. Well, those are right past free parking.
1: Free parking. That's okay. that's that what side it, of the board, that you're talking about? Red and
0: red and yellow. That's pretty good. I guess traditionally, if you're a Monopoly stri- strategist, the properties you want to get are the pink and the orange because those are the ones that come off of jail. So if you're going around that's, the board and you get mm. end up in jail, you're going to be hitting those properties a lot. That's why, like Park Place at the end. Um, yeah, I don't love, know the dark the blue properties. Costs a lot of money to buy those boys. Nobody lands on them ever.
1: Okay. Is orange, so it's it's the corner where red's the one corner, and then you've got I think it's free park. I thought it was yeah, jail, but it's free it's parking. Orange. Yep. it's orange. So that's the corner that 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 I yep. I go for. Yeah, that's a good corner to have. Yeah, I don't like the other corner, the bright blue and the purple. I like that corner as well.
0: Oh yeah, the pink. But it, yeah, that's a good. Is it pink? Okay, no, is. Yeah.
1: I'm not a big fan of the dark green and the yellow or the or the uh yellow park...
0: yellow ends up paying out okay sometimes green not that often and then you know the big boys at the end boardwalk and park place nobody lands on those and it costs a lot of money to buy them or so you could be a slum you could be a slum lord buy the first two little boys they're yeah. so cheap like get on you could buy a prop you could buy a house for like 50 <laughs> bucks mm-hmm. put a hotel on that thing the, you hope somebody lands on it. I so. gotta rethink
1: my strategy. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, and I've got a lot of money. I want to be strategy. the slumlord. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think your monopoly strategy, like the more you have, the better, because it's all it's literally a roll of the dice. Like yeah. you roll the dice yep. and. You could land on your first four rolls. You might not land on any properties. I mean, that
0: oh yeah, you gotta you gotta start buying up early.
1: Once, and it's you like know. you land on like community chest, and then you're like, oh well, here's like, oh this. I gotta pay
0: repairs. Now <laughs> I've landed on dollars. now I've landed
1: on chance. Oh nope, no now I've landed on free parking, and like right. you're just like what? The, like, mm-hmm. like you could go around that board and. Not get a property while everybody else is scooping them up. You guys a
0: railroad man. Would you buy a railroad if you landed on it? it I love the railroad. It, it's I mean, yeah, it's dependent.
1: Not? If if it's like the first roll and I land on a railroad, I'm probably, Was that five? If my first roll is a five, <laughs> and nobody else is on that railroad, I'll, I'll probably be scooping like, you know what? It up. Yeah, yeah might not? as well. You
2: got buy all the railroads. I like but if, I just
1: bought everything at random anyway. But if, <laughs> but if somebody's already bought a railroad...
0: Well, hey... If someone else already bought a railroad, you should buy it because yeah. the more railroads that someone owns, the more money you got to pay. That's true. You end up buying all four railroads and someone lands on it, they're paying you big bucks. Ooh. Railroads Ooh. can pay, off. pay too. That's what I like about Monopoly. Mm-hmm. It's like you're buying properties, but you are you can wheel and deal the whole yeah, time. You yeah. Know? And it's good for little kids to have that experience. Yeah. You know, learn how to hustle. let trade. You know, I got right. something you want. How are we going to make this right. deal happen? I like that. So, that, I mean, obviously, there's the Monopoly board game, just classic Monopoly. There's a Monopoly card game we've been playing in recent years. Oh, that's fun. I mean, you can play a whole game in like 20 minutes. Never played the that. card game. There's the, you know, Monopoly video game for every system ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we just bought one on Nintendo Switch, so we played that. I remember playing
2: it on NES? Yeah. yeah, I
0: mean, it's just an iconic game, and it's like just capitalism, right? I Absolutely. Mean, you learn. You're learning money. You're counting money. You're dishing it out. You're paying. You're you know, it's gonna take a while. Right. It's gonna take a long while.
1: In the early days of the podcast, we talked about McDonald's Monopoly as well. Yes, we Ooh, did. yeah. I wouldn't mind that. That was a big, big, big what thing. What a scam. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, we, we delved into that a little <laughs> bit. But yeah, no, How many? How, what's the percentage, would you say, or even ratio of games you actually finish when starting a Monopoly game?
0: Well, when I was a kid, I don't yeah. think I ever played Never. Monopoly to the end. No. Ever. Ever, ever. Until the last couple of years. So now when we play, I'd say there's about a 75% chance we're going to finish. Like, when yeah. we play... You know, and you can see the writing on the wall. You play Monopoly, you're a couple hours in, and somebody is just like, I'm done. Yeah, like yeah. we were playing maybe last week. Me, uh, my wife, and my daughter, the three of us were playing, and Melanie was just cleaning up, man. She wiped. <laughs> Joe goes bankrupt. She's out. It's down to me and Melanie, and I, she's just slowly. Um, I got to a point. I'm like, there's no point. We can right. play for another two hours. But I'm not good. I it. cannot win. So yeah. I just yeah. surrender. And here's you win, my property. And you win, and she won. So, but yeah, I mean. We did play one uh, game of Monopoly on the Switch, maybe like maybe like a month ago. Me and Josephine, one on one, right? Mm-hmm. And we played it to the end. She would not, she would not surrender. Dang! And it times how long the game is. Yeah. So <laughs> when it was over, the game went four hours oh, and twenty four wow.
2: minutes. Wow! So what a battle!
0: It can take a while.
1: Yeah, the the longest game I had was we go on our, the family vacation to the up. So then all of us kids that would go up there. So it was a couple games we played a lot. Monopoly one year was, we were like, all right. We, we started to play it like the second to last night we were there, and mm-hmm. the last night we were there, and we didn't finish it. So the next year we all went up, and it was like, all right, we're going to start Monopoly on the first night. Like, oh, it was a rainy talking, night. We're talking
0: multi-day So games. we started yeah.
1: Monopoly. We played for like probably two hours. There's like eight of us kids. We, we had every yeah. every little uh, yeah. game piece was wow. occupied. Yeah. So, this game started on like I think our vacation started on I think it was like Sunday to Saturday, so we get up there on a Sunday. we started a Sunday night, it was rainy night. We might have skipped an or two of playing, mm-hmm. but it was the 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 last night the Friday night we were up there, and we played for like six straight hours. Wow and um to, to finish it out and we had to play a little bit every every day no one would touch the board it was in the one person's like cabin yeah and i mean that was the longest game monopoly ever and i, I remember i got out on the last day and they, the final two kit final two or three people were playing for hours mm-hmm. we were like playing video games where we went outside and play like capture the flag or one of the games where you played like outside where the other two were just in there battling it out <laughs> for like the <laughs> ultimate like up monopoly champion <laughs> that's crazy no one knocked the table the twin cedars resort monopoly it's, champion
0: it's cool man monopoly
2: did you guys have a, a
1: go-to token
0: i'm a top hat
1: guy i'm the top hat guy <laughs> yep. yeah you know i i didn't really care it just depended on my mood don't I give mean, me the wiener dog
2: no
0: if, no but, i like if, the dog Joe, you like the dog, I picks picks the the top dog. Hat, i'll go t-rex
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. T-Rex.
1: T-Rex.
0: t-rex there's a t-rex now was it yeah. not when we were kids
2: i don't think so. i don't no, remember the
1: t-rex it was like dog shoe car iron
2: yeah
0: Iron isn't a piece anymore. Oh, That's no? disappointing.
1: I like the iron.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely It's top like a area. little rubber ducky. He's a piece.
1: That's oh, new,
0: man. I it's probably be. changed over the years. Yeah, I'm Monopoly sure. Yeah, I mean, it makes I'm sense. Now. Yeah,
1: I mean, 1903. <laughs> what do you have around the house? The iron. Right. <laughs> <The iron. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> All right. The iron in a
2: minute. W'e ready to spin. We, we are, man. Monopoly?
0: We got to go. Let's. What's, what's up?
2: We could do a whole podcast on Monopoly. We really could. Yeah. No doubt. Let's see. Oh man, this is this is a this is another classic in my opinion. Another one we could do a whole podcast on. <laughs> we are bop landed it. on Bop it. So, so
1: Bop it was so one of those What year did Bop it. 1996. 1996. I was going to say
0: it so, ain't
2: that old. Mid-90s. So
1: Bop it comes out in 96 and it's it's just like one of those games anybody can play it. It's just you you hit the little button, it's you turn like Simon it on. Like It is. It's like exactly. the next gen art, you know, I know it has to be the next generation Simon says, but mm-hmm. it's telling you what to do and you either bop it, twist it or pull it. And you got the little game, and the, it, the, it's, the speed picks up. Um, but yeah, there was a couple different modes. There was solo mode, or solo bop, vox bop, and beat bop. Beat bop was always the one where it was like the, the music would change. So you have the different tempo change where it's like you're trying to get it. Ultimately, you're trying to get as many in a row as possible. Yeah. Did either of you ever beat bop it?
2: I don't think I've ever played Bop It. Really? Did. I have not beat it, but I've played it, but I get too flustered. And then I'm like, yeah, oh. especially when it, it picks up. Bop It is like up. one of
0: those games that, like, I mean, I, I don't really ever go to thrift stores anymore to look for toys. Thankfully, I can, uh, you know, the store provides for me. But in my thrifting career, Bop It was a staple, man. Every thrift store on the planet has a Bop It yep. laying yeah. around. And for a while, you, you know, you could get decent money for Bop It, but every time I ever picked one up, it never worked. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've ever played Bop It.
1: Maybe. You know, I, I played a lot of Bob. There was one at the house. We had it; it was probably a Christmas present, mm-hmm. some generic one. And the family would play it. Was there a
0: two-player mode where you would like pass yes. it back yes. and forth? Yes.
1: Yep. Yeah. So you pass, but you'd get your score, and another person would get theirs. So I didn't know until until recently that you could actually beat bop It. I just thought you played it. You got like your streak. Oh, what's then the number you were trying you to get? It. Until you so there's two different. There's two different goals. So if you get a hundred in a row, okay, you'll they can play. It'll play like a victory song, that which I, I is never
0: unreal to get a hundred in a row.
1: And then two fifty. What? Okay. If you get two fifty, there's a different song that plays on the victory song.
2: So you get two fifty <laughs> you get your bop money it back. The just explodes, right? It just
1: <laughs> and then bop it extreme, which we also had. Those were the only two we had, which added the uh, very
0: nineties name. Bop it oh, extreme, extreme. added yep. spin
1: it and flick it, which was a little green thing and a little red wheel. Yeah. It looked like a steering wheel. That's and even harder. And that one you got to two hundred and you had to beat it. I don't think I ever got over fifty. Like that's I remember insane. being in the forties yeah. a lot and fifty was like always my goal. Yeah. And I don't think I ever close fifty if I did it was one time. But That's unreal. It man. was so hard. It would be so intense after like after eight. It's picking up. The speed's picking up. Yeah. Then you get to, like, 20, and you're just like, pop <laughs> it, pull it, you know, it's just going so hard, intense. Yeah, like, so a, hard, intense.
0: like a, a more complex version of Simon. Yeah. Right? yeah, like, yeah to get to 100, to yeah. Simon, you just had to hit
2: colors. But this it, is.
1: It, it would be, like, in my house, it'd be so funny. You'd be doing something else in the house and all of a sudden you just you hear it like somebody up oh, somebody's playing bop. someone's in the bathroom <laughs> on playing on the bop toilet. it yeah someone's on the <laughs> toilet playing bop it like like it would be hilarious you just bust out laughing like oh dad's playing bop it <laughs> <laughs> dad's on a hell of a run in there yeah <laughs> dad are you almost done <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> yeah it'd be hilarious because it was just it was so loud it was so freaking loud and, um, and the Bop Extreme, I remember that being the one that, like, that was more of the toilet one. But traditional Bop It was less toilet, but, uh, yeah, it was just so loud. That's what I remember. You always knew if someone was playing Bop It. wasn't something you could just do quietly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man,
2: Bop It. Awesome right. stuff. Are we ready to spin? Yeah, we yeah. only got a couple Let's left. We got wheel. two left. Okay. So this is our last spin here, guys. That was a
1: Hasbro Bop It. was Hasbro, nice. by the way, too. Shout out to them.
2: All right. We are here. The, this this to me was a man's game and that's risk <laughs> yeah. oh, so risk.
1: so risk was another game we play a lot in those UP vacations risk and risk
0: is a game
2: where it's like
0: settle in yeah it's going to be yeah. a long night right world Literally. domination honestly risk. risk is like a multi day game too it, right? it can it be, be it could I remember be playing risk that took days yeah you know?
1: I mean it's a lot of rolling of the dice <clears throat> and strategy a lot of strategy involved this was a 1957 in France in France I forgot the guy's name a Frenchman created risk mm-hmm. and then Parker Brothers bought it up in 1959 they saw the potential there and you think about that that time I mean we're post-World War II the Korean War is going on we're pre-Vietnam War so war is extremely pre- prevalent right. in the 50s yeah um and everybody's lives so, so it, it has mass appeal and you're just trying to dom- you're trying to take over the world literally and it, it's when you think about it, you're like, man, like what a crazy game. But the figure you know, timeline checks out, makes sense. Right. But we played it a lot. Um. Again, same crew up north. And I remember we bought it. Me and my brother and and you know my friend and my brother's friend. We played a lot of Risk. My even my parents would get involved, and they ne- rarely ever would play board games with the occasional, rare, 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 rare Monopoly. But my dad would get really into Risk, and right. he'd play yeah. with us. I take over the world. And like, <laughs> there, there was a neighbor. There was like a neighbor kid's dad that was like, if he came over and be like, we're gonna play Risk. He'd be like, all right, I'm I'm in too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was their old like military backgrounds yeah, that yeah. that came out of them, and but they enjoyed it, and it was it was just fun to play. I remember always trying to go from like Russia to, to America, and you're trying to cross the board, and yeah. was, you know, And I know, now I know on the phone too. There's so many apps that are like Risk. Oh yeah. That you just, I always see ads for them on my phone. I've never downloaded one, but it's like you're just trying to take over like the United States. Then mm-hmm. you're trying to move over yeah. into other things. It's just like little colors moving and you got to move your guys around, but mm-hmm. a little bit different. But yeah, did you guys ever play Risk?
0: Yeah, for sure. I can remember playing it. And honestly, it, you know, it had to be the early 90s. So I had a neighbor down the street. Like his family was a board game family. Like, you'd go in his basement and there would be a hundred board games. Like they had everything. Yeah. And prior to meeting him, my experience with board games was all, you know, pretty kiddie stuff. But both my sisters are younger than me. You know, my next pick we're going to talk about in a minute, Mm -hmm. very kid centric type of game. You know, we we played, you know, pen the pig and stuff like that. So to go over his house and see these games and be introduced to a game like risk, I'm like, what? I've never played a game. This like adult that takes days. Like, you know what I mean? It was yeah. like revolutionary for Risk me to play this type of game. Risk is very intimidating. But yeah, we would set it up, we'd play it for a couple hours. It's like, "Oh, time to go home. I'll see you tomorrow. Right. Come back, play it." You know what I mean? Pick up yep. the game. I yeah. I can remember playing it quite a bit. Never bought it because like Dave was saying, "There's no way we're playing Risk at my house. There's right. no no one's going to play this game." Right. <laughs>
1: it's no, not I'm right happen. there with you. Yeah. Albert Lemerise was Lemurice. the guy who invented. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you you played
0: some yeah. risk in your
2: life? I, I think I played it one time, but it was it was kind of overwhelming for me as a kid. And yeah. my older cousins played it a lot, and like I wasn't allowed near the board. Like, yeah. don't go near the board, yeah. little Joey. You get out of here. Yeah,
0: you mess up the board. Yeah, they're, they're so beat you I up. think
2: they let me play one time, and I was probably horrible. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> not a whole lot of experience with risk.
1: Yeah, yeah, risk is another game that had a couple variant, like branch off of the game but um not nearly quite like monopoly monopoly's you know the household game but yeah if ever, if there was a couple game pieces i remember cannons like yeah trying to get the cannons But i yep. cannot think of what one of the other pieces was i can't that, that but cannons was always the one that I, that i remember and um yeah i know i know that games can go a long time i remember my older brother's friend joe Whose um, brother was in your store recently, and um, it's funny, but yeah, he was really good at risk because he was really defensive, mm-hmm. and he could draw it out and draw it out. and He was really patient, where I was just I was too aggressive. <laughs> yeah. and if it was either gonna, it was either all in. I was the youngest, so I was either going all in, yeah. Blitzkrieg effect. It's either gonna work. Or I'm dead early, and then I can go play video games while everybody else plays Risk. Like, that was my strategy. Yeah,
0: patient man's game,
1: for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I'd probably be good at it now. You
2: probably would be. All right. You ready?
0: Yeah, you want to spin the wheel and see the confetti pop, or should I just start talking? You can start
2: talking. (laughs) I'm going to spin so I can see the confetti.
0: So we go from the man's game, the complex game, the days-long game of Risk, to my final pick. (laughs) Pizza Party. Dude, I love Pizza Party. We're talking 1987 as uh, it it's Parker Brothers people. 1987 Pizza Party. So, iconic game. If you grew up in the 80s or the early 90s, you probably have this game. You probably forgot it existed, but when you see that box, that box art just takes me right back. It's just really simple game, Dave. Do you, are you familiar with Pizza Party at all? I played
1: Pizza Party one time yeah. and it was in it had to have been 2009, maybe 2010. Uh-huh. And uh, there was a, a, a two brothers that I know from wrestling. Uh-huh. They wrestled as a tag team called the Parker oh, Brothers. The pizza party guys? And uh, every week, they would come to the show with a different Parker Brothers oh, board game. Cool. So sometimes you get a chance to play it in the locker room if you were around or if they were hanging out after it at yeah. another buddy's house. So that's the only time I had to play pizza party was the Parker Brothers great tag game. team brought pizza party <laughs> with them that cool. week. That so, was the best. That was, that was Those kids are great. Shout out to you guys if you're listening.
0: Yeah, awesome. So pizza party, real quick, easy. It's like a memory game game basically there's four slices of pizza you choose which topping you want to be you want to be onions you want to be mushrooms you want to be peppers or you want to be pepperoni and you've got your little slice of pizza that you need to fill up with your specific topping to win the game and you just throw all the little toppings in a pile in the middle and you're just drawing cards you know ooh, i got my pepperoni put it on my slice oh, I got an onion, it's not mine, put it back in the pile, right. next person draws. And it just goes around like that. There's a couple little medallions in the middle that say switch. You pull it up, you know, I'm pepperoni and I get switch with yellow. I got to trade my slice with the mushroom guy and he yeah. gives me his. Easy game, plays yeah. real quick for little kids. I, I just loved having it. That art on the box is so iconic. Dude, it's so 80s. Um, Going back to my thrift store past, going, I have been looking. Mm-hmm. For a copy of Pizza Party at every thrift store I've gone to yeah. for the last ten years, because I really want to buy it, but I'm not. You know, it actually sells for decent money on eBay to right. get it complete. It's probably like forty or fifty dollars. I want to spend two bucks on it, and Absolutely. I want right. to. I want to find it in the wild. Right. But when I think of being like a little kid back in the day with my sisters, like if they're asking to play a game. There's a seventy five percent chance it's Pizza Party. Heck
2: yeah. <laughs> Did they ever re release Pizza Party or no? I
0: don't think so. I don't think so. No, either. I really don't. Because I've looked for, I've looked in the last six months. Because I want my kids to play it. Yeah. So I've looked. and I'm like, man, and you know, there's nothing. Seems like
2: man. a no brainer to re release that. So thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's such a like an easy, fun game. You're you gonna re
2: release
1: Fireball Island, but you can't do Pizza <laughs>
2: come Party.
0: Come on, come on, Parker yeah. brothers. We want yeah, that.
1: Get with we it. We want that Pizza Party. Yeah. And and two like, Pizza is just. Timeless.
0: Everyone loves pizza. Everyone
1: loves pizza, and there's so much, so much evolution with pizza as well. You right. think you could just upgrade the game and just
0: think of all the very. You could have meat lovers pizza party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have the vegetarian pizza party. Gluten free crust. The supreme. Oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cauliflower pizza. Right. Yeah.
1: It, it, flatbread stuffed oh, yeah. crust i mean you got options oh yeah can you, you get
2: the cheese to put on your crust
0: yeah oh man deep dish version of pizza party okay yeah. we he's
2: <laughs> got another idea let's bring back here we go <laughs> let's buy the copyright
1: all right awesome game well all speaking right, of things coming back yeah perfect perfect segue there um it's the holiday season mm-hmm And what better place to spend your holiday season than uh, maybe the most iconic toy store known to man?
0: I can't believe it's taken us this long to have a podcast. Guys, Mm -hmm. coming up next week, we are finally finally going to talk. For the first time, probably going to be an ongoing series over the next few years. It has to be, yeah. Toys R Us. We're doing Toys R Us podcast yeah. next week. You guys ready grow for that? Up. Yeah, man.
2: I've been ready.
0: Please.
1: Are you going to bring the Jeffrey uh, the uh giraffe costume back in? I
0: might. I'm going to uh. bring all sorts of Toys R Us goodies for you guys. We You know, me and Joe, we've both dropped into, into some Toys R Us pop-ups inside Macy's. We yes. can talk about yep. that yep. next week, but... Toys R Us, such an iconic store in the 80s and the 90s, 2000s. I mean, I was in that bad boy So the day it closed. Yeah, me too, yeah. And we're going to talk
2: about it next week. Can't wait. Make you
1: feel. Yo, DJ, spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel.